So, Samach Dalit Amad Beis. I think about halfway down. Last word online is Lemanda Amar. We had yesterday ping pong. We kept going between. We called the Mandamar 1 and Mandamar 2. There were two brises that we had on Samach Gimel Amad Beis. One of them indicated we're talking about Shmais, Perik, Chaf Beis, Psukim, Vav, and Zion. The first brisa seemed to indicate that both Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zion were a case of Toen Tainas Gana, where someone was given something legally and then claimed, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was stolen. And then it turns out really that he took it himself. Whereas the second Brysa said of those two Pesukim, one, the last one, now this Pasuk Zion is talking about Toen Tainas Ganav, but the Pasuk Vav, the one before, is talking about the real Ganav himself. And we went back and forth, a lot of ping pong yesterday, and we're going to pick up with the ping pong. Here, here we are uh, again. Ula Mandamar. So I underline each time it says La Mandamar, I underline it and put a number, whether it's Brysa 1 or Brysa 2. It usually identifies itself. So Ula Mandamar. According to the second Brysa, and it Again, this is the, not the Yerushalayim, it's the Bafli. Chad beganav cham betoyin that one Pasuk is the Ganav himself, that would be Pasuk Vav, and the Pasuk Zayin is where it's a Toen Tainas Ganav, Kama veganav atzmoy nafgalei, and the Ganav himself we learn from Pasuk Vav when it says, Mi'i mi'matzei ha-ganav, then we had extensively dealt with, what was that Pasuk yesterday? Pasuk Gimel. We had chopped it up in every way possible, here we go again. Hi, in Pasuk Gimel, when it says, Im himatsei timatsei, my darish base. So what is the author of the second price? We use that the author of the first price to teach us a ganavatsmai, but we already know ganavatsmai, so what does the author of the second price do with Pasuk Gimel? Here he's saying this Pasuk Vav that they're taking. He says, Mi ha'ida, shumat kafbet, Pasuk Vav, ha'im himatsei timatsei. This is referring to Pasuk Vav, not Pasuk Gimel. I have it as Pasuk Gimel. Pasuk Vav is Im Yimatse Haganav. That's Pasuk. We had that twice. Um, Im Yimatse Haganav in the, the two Brises. And the uh, Pasuk Gimel starts out Im Yimatse Timatse, which is, I think, what we're asking over here. Im Yimatse Timatse. He has the. Uh, the Im Yimatse Haganav is definitely Pasuk Vav. But then, Kama, Hai Im Yimatse Timatse, which would be Pasuk Gimel. My Darish Bay. Is really he says it's, that's also in Pasuk Vav? He said, I don't know. He quotes it. That's what he says. It could be wrong. Okay, I. But I it could. It. it could be. Sometimes it's a different years of the Rashash. But uh, I understand this question is what does the author of the second prize do with that Pasuk that we dealt with extensively for the first Mandamar yesterday? So me the price number two would need it. What does he say? Damar, I circled the name. My taima de Rav connector de Amar. What's the reason of Rav who says the following, which is an interesting case? Here's the case. Okay, so what's the case of Mordekhanas? Standard case is a person that's Bekhanas. He gets a guilty conscience. He just figures it's better. He comes and he says, listen, really, I did it, or I'm responsible, or I'm guilty. So he doesn't have to pay the Kanas. But let's say 15 minutes after he does that, two Aidim walk in and testify to the same thing. Is he still Potter or not? So, is Pater. That's what we need from the Im Himatsei Timatsei. Um, Pasuk would be like Rav Bariloi, says, is what the author of Bryce number two would do with it. Well, Dixiv, the Pasuk says, here's, again, I, I think this is Pasuk Gimel, Im Himatsei Timatsei. Um, how do you darshan that? 
literally means if it shall be found, shall be found, or if it shall surely be found. But we're going to darshan it is like this. Im himatsei be'edim, if it's found that we know this information that really, you know, Bob, who was supposed to be watching it, stole it, then then timatsei be'dayanim, meaning if the way we know about it, that's really what happened, is because of edim came and told us, then you find yourself timatsei be'dayanim in court and you'll have to pay the kefil, or they'll call it just the knas, the overall knas, prat, which would be to the exception of the marshias atzmai, where the guy himself comes in and incriminates himself. And that would be even if 15 minutes later, Adim walk in and tell us the same thing. That's the way uh, we use him, he might say, he might say, to tell us that if a person's body to be knas, doesn't make a difference. What happens afterwards, he's always off the hook. Okay, that's a very important point. And now we go back. Lamandamar, underline Mandamar, and put this number one. According to the author Bryson, number one, who had said, Travayu Beto and Tainas Ganav, both Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zayin have to do were not a real Ganav, but the guy who claimed there was a Ganav, but really there wasn't. Dehai, what does he use? And this is, again, that was the whole second half of yesterday's Shir, the Im Himatse Timatse Pasuk Gimel, verse three, Mafik Le, Le Ganav He used that to teach a Ganav itself, then he doesn't have any place to learn a person who's Marshia himself that he would be off the hook. Where would he know that from? Well, he would know that from a Pasuk I don't think we've really dealt with yet. It's still there in Shmaiz Chapez. It's Pasuk Ches Me'asher Yarshiun Eloikim. The whole concept of having to pay these various uh, doubles and four or five times is, is when he was made guilty by the judges which we darshan to mean, not someone who has to pay it because he himself walked into court and uh, admitted. Period. Here we go again. Ulamandamar, underline mandamar, according to the author of the second brisa, who says, Chad, one pasuk, namely pasuk vav is beganav. Vechad, another pasuk, pasuk zayin is betayin ganav. De aisi le, he brings from himatsei, timatsei, which was pasuk gimel to teach us Marshia Satsma, a guy who admits himself, ha who mibayele, what would he need uh, that, which we just said, the first, Asher Yarshiun Elohim, what does he use it for? He uses it for, the author Bryce number two, for the following, Lamoide Bikanas is Pater. Now, Rashi says, Mibayele Lamoide Bikanas is Pater, he's Pater, for the basic din of Moedib Knas, which means like, normally you have to pay a Knas. What do you mean the guy admits he doesn't have to pay it? That teaches us that when do you pay the Knas? When the judges were the ones who caused you to have to have the information or the psak. When you yourself came and offered it, you don't. Okay? Back to the first Mandamar. Le Mandamar, and all that, the price of number one, that said, Travayu Betoyantinus Ganav, Kesavar, he's actually of the opinion, and it would be, this would be a machokus between the two prices, that would actually be chayev. So Bryce number two would say Listen, you're Whatever else happens afterwards, we don't care about that. Bryce number one would hold differently. No, no, that's fine. But if unbeknownst to these two witnesses who just waltz in, whether it's a day later or a week later, and they come and give us the information, then you would actually go back and say that that guy would be chayev. Period. And I think this is the last in the seemingly endless ping-pong match between the two. Ulaman Damar, and that, this is the second brisa 
that said, Chad beganav, Chad betoratanis ganav, Denafgale ganav may hasam, he learns out ganav from Pasuk Vav itself, then Bishlama, we understand when the Pasuk says in Pasuk Gimel, im himatse, timatse, what does he do with that? Well, that's what we started to say Shir with. He uses it for, I think we've encircled the name, Lekede Rava Bar Ahiloi, who had said, the Moide Kanas, and then the witnesses come. Aval Kolhani Prati. We also had in Pasuk Gimel, not just Im Himatse Timatse, we had a whole list of Pasuk, which is interesting. I don't even know if the Pasuk was ever quoted inside, but it was Mishor, Ad Chamor, Ad Set, and we dealt with those yesterday. Those, those Pratim, what does he do with them? Lamali. Well, and this is an interesting, it's, it, always, it seems like a cop out, but it's not a cop out. The Gemara uses it a lot, but it, it's sort of like we bring this Kedetana Be'er Bishmal, which is actually. Because we said they were going according to the Tanah Be'er yesterday. The Tanah Be'er says you can have a whole few psukim, a whole section in the Torah that seems to be basically repetitive or unnecessary as long as there's one Chiddush in it. It's not like everything has to be a Chiddush, just one Chiddush. This comes up a number of times in the Shas. Look at the Tanah Be'er who said what? The Tanah Be'er Shmuel, we have a Brisa, goes just under a line. Kol Parsha, and we have a lot of this, especially, let's say, between Shmois and Dvarim, where things seem to be repeated. Kol Parsha Shinemra was basically told us once in the Torah. Venishnes, and then it seems like it's repeated. Why do you repeat the whole thing? Loi Nishnes Ella Ledavar, even if it's just for one thing, Shenishadesh Ba. Right? And what's the one thing that was Nishadesh Ba to us in Pasuk Gimel? That Im Himatsei, Timatsei means Im Himatsei through witnesses. Then Timatse Bedayanim, which would come to be excluding the case of where he was Moda Be Kenas. Okay, period. Now, even though the Gemara didn't say Ulamanda Amar, this is really, I think, a question on that second Mandamar, the one that says that Pasuk Vav is by uh, Ganavatsmai, Pasuk Zain is by a Toentinus Ganav. Ema, well, maybe Ganavatsmai should be only Beshvua. We had said this sort of like as a given yesterday, that if a guy steals something, pays double, regardless, he doesn't take a shvua, no shvua, doesn't make a difference. He stole it, he's the of himself, he would have to pay, though maybe the ganavatsma is only b'shvua. No. Lo sakadaitech, you wouldn't have that even as a possibility. Desanya, if a one and a half line b'risa, which starts here, when the Pasuk says, Shnayim Yishalev, Mr. Thief, you're going to have to pay double, that equals shaloi b'shvua. Whether you took a shvua or didn't take a shvua. You stole it. You want to give it back and get your tshuva? That's fine. You have to pay double. Okay. Well, let's play the devil's advocate in the b'risa. Or maybe it's only if he took a shvua that he didn't, and then he came clean afterwards. Well, and I love this answer, says the b'risa. Amris, no. Lo kachaya. Ain't so. And the Gemara loves it. Always, always asks the same question. Well, you can't just answer lo kachaya. You have to give him something more than that. So my ask the Gemara now, what does that mean? Three words in right angles, lo kachaya. There's obviously there's some sort of logic behind it. Just Bryce didn't tell us what it was. So Amar Abayibai explains, lo lichtav rachmana, let the Pasuk not have written these two words, shnayim yishalem, by a ganav. Don't tell us anything by a ganav. And I would be reading through the Torah and I would get to... Uh, Oh, look at this. You have a guy, he didn't even really steal it. He just claimed it was stolen, and then it turns out they really got a guilty conscience, and he admitted, and, and, and he'd have to pay double, all the more so, the actual thief. Lacey, I'd learn it from a Kalvachimer, from a Toantinus Ganov. Uma, a Toantinus Ganov, a guy who, like originally, my Bob's my friend, I gave it to him. And, and he's 
uh, not even stealing it, he just claimed it was stolen, but really he stole it, but he got it. So, Mato and Tainas Ganav, he got it legally, like rightfully. Yet, Amar Kra, Lishalem Shtrei, he has to pay two times if it turns out that he claims it was stolen, and then he swore to that, and then he admitted that he was really lying. Ganavatsmai, then certainly the Ganav himself, to be Isura Asaliyadeh, how he'd get the thing in the first place. He stole it, that's totally us, sir. Lokol Shikane? And therefore, why do you have to say that phrase Shnaim Yishalim by Aganav? That's like obvious from a Kavachimer. Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella, Ella Shnaim Yishalim connected to Kasar Rahmanu Beganav Atzmai, Lamali. You know what it's coming to tell you? That he has to pay double, not only when he took a Shvua, but even Afilu Shalai B'Shvua. Basically, across the board, always, you're Mr. Thief, you're doing Shuva, that's wonderful, you always have to pay double for the thing that you stole. Asks the Gemara, well, one second here. Hi, this, two words in quotation marks, im hi lahachi hudasa. Really, that's what we use it for? We're going to bring out of, I don't know if it's left field or out of the concession stand, another mucker, and this is actually a, a brisa, that seemingly we use it for something else. So ask the Gemara, hi, im hi matzei, lahachi hudasa? Question mark, kama, hami baile, le kedesanya. And uh, this actually a, a very, comes up a number of times. In the uh, in, in the shas, um, if you uh, what's it uh, called in English? A red-handed. You're caught red-handed, right? Like uh, um, a uh, Horowitz. What's that? Uh, like uh, Mickey Mantle, 1953, Topps car doing in your hand. The one that you know has my name on it. The other guy's saying. So that's one thing. But let's say he finds it in my uh, top sock drawer, or he finds it in my backyard, or he finds it in my attic, or he finds it in my front yard. How do we know that that's also going to be Chayev? So the Pasuk says, this is a bicycle for about two lines, starts here, Yodoy, like literally it would be like red-handed. So if you cut the guy red-handed, that's where it would be. So Ainli Eli would only know that these laws apply if it was Yodoy. Kama, let's say though the item that was stolen was found Gagoy on his roof, Chatseroy in his courtyard, Karpifio, his backyard, Minayin, that there would also be a Chayev, Talmud Laimar, Here's the phrase that we thought had availability. It says, which is just if it shall surely be found where? Anywhere. So don't we need the for that? Well, answers the Gemara. And by the way, this is it. No more ping pong. At least on that subject. No. If it was going to tell you only that, the Pasuk could have said, which I'm always amazed because I don't know if there's any Pasuk that ever uses the same word, and then the same word again. It's always, he might say, he might say. It's always that double lashon, but, oh, he might say, he might say, or, he might say, he might say. Now, again, I, I think, at least the vast majority of the times, it's never like that. But at yeah. least the suggestion is it could be like that, but it wasn't. Midashani kra, from the fact that the Pasuk changed the context of the word, you could learn both. Number one, that wherever you find the item, in the Ganav's possession or in his property, it's considered a Ganav and the original Limud. Period. If he, if he was originally, if his original Taina was Shua 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 Chav, then he calls Zerbo. Does he have some punishment for doing the Shua Chav? Yes, being a, uh, a, 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 a Karban and a Chomesh, usually. Mm-hmm. And we discussed at the beginning of the It's going to come up again. Here we go. Now we had, I think it was literally the last line of yesterday's shear. We said, uh, well, we use that Geneva and Chaim. The Geneva and Chaim were the two terms that were sort of klal terms before we had the uh, Im Himatse Timatse. The Geneva and the Chaim. 
Geneva, stolen, anything stolen, life, anything that's uh, alive, we said we're going to use it for Rav. And I think we had an arrow that we uh, put in about halfway down on Samach Dalam Abayis. Here's the corresponding arrow. Because we come back to this, and here we go. Gufa. Amarav, I circled Rav's name. Karen, when you have a person, so you know, there's price, price fluctuations. There's two types of uh, reasons why an item two basic reasons why an item can fluctuate in price. Either there's market valuation. The market is now it's much more expensive or it's much less expensive. Or you could have um, done something to the animal. Like you gave it super-duper animal food for the past six months and now it's much bigger and fatter and more valuable. Or you basically starved it for the last six months. So you're going to have often, probably every time, a different value. What was it worth at the time it was stolen? What's it worth now when the court case is taking place? And uh, that's going to be very important to know because when we talk about paying the Karen, is the Karen what it's worth right now or what it was worth then? The Kefel or the Arab Hamisha, okay, double, double what? Double what it was worth then or double what it's worth now? And remember, it could be worth more or it could be worth less. So here we go. Amar Rav, I circled his name. Karen, A, is Kein Shaganav. Tashume Kefel, B, and Tashume Arab Hamisha, and I squiggle underline Tashume Arab Hamisha, is. The double you're paying and the four or five times is Kishaas Ha'amada Bedin, which uh, is just a standard case, although there may be clearly other possibilities. If, let's say, you stole it, it was worth uh, 200, and by the time the court case rolls around, it's worth 100. Okay? So, as far as the Karen, you have to pay 200. That's what it was worth at the time. I don't care what it's worth now. Whereas the double and the four and five times, you'll have to pay whatever it's worth now, double, whatever it's worth now, the four or five times. Okay, that's who told us that, Rav? My time at the Rav asked the Gemara, question mark. Well, Amar Kra, and this is what we're going to use those two words for, which we sort of glossed over yesterday, the Geneva and the Chaim term. The Geneva and Chaim, those are the two terms in that Pasuk. Amai Ka'amarachmana, why is it that the Torah chose the word Chaim, in quotation marks, in the context of or with respect to the Geneva term? And this is beautiful, the way we darshan this. You know why? Because if you're going to figure out how much the Karen is, I don't care if it's worth less now, you bring it back to life as it was when it was originally stolen. You bring it back to that time and place. Ach ye le Karen ke'en shaganav, which those are words that Rav used, but like bring to life or bring back to existence to, for the Karen the way it was when it was stolen. But only for the Karen, not for the Kefal and the Arba Hamisha. Okay, now we, we <laughs> I guess if you're Rav Sheshish, you could say this, but Rav Sheshish kind of says, uh, did he really say that? Did, did Rav really say that? It must have been when he was like uh, very sleep deprived and like, I don't know, 98% asleep when he said that, which is a nice way of saying it can't be, or it's even a nicer way of saying that if he was more than 2% awake, he clearly wouldn't have said it. Because everything he says is like beautifully clear. Remember, I've said this a few times. Remember, Vyasa Berkowitz used to be giving the smicha shear, and every so often he'd kind of fall asleep for two, three minutes, right in the middle of the shear. And he was giving the shear. And then he would wake up and he'd be back to, uh, you know, triple or quadruple speed. But um, he clearly was not sleeping eight hours a night. No, no question about it. And I think that's the way. This is, it's a huge compliment. It sounds like a bit of an insult, but it's a huge compliment. Anyway, I'm going to I mean, I figured that Ra must have been like dozing off when he said this teaching. Like, there's no way that it could have been that he said that. Why not? Desanya. And I put a triangle on this Desanya. This is going to be uh, the first Brisa that he brings as a, apparently like a total question on what Rav said. Um, I put a number one in the margin. Three lines later, directly underneath is a Tashma. 
I put a triangle on that also. And a number two in the margin. On the third wide line, which is almost at the bottom of the page, it starts out, Reb uh, then says, Lesiue. I put a upside-down triangle on the Lesiue, because unlike the first two, which are attacks on Rav, this one is going to be a support uh, to Rav. It's about three lines before the end of the Amud. Regular triangle? Uh, Upside-down. The first two are questions on Rav. This third one is a, apparently a support for Rav. And then, that's right, at least in my edition, the Daf that is unknown. I guess the printer forgot to put the Samach Zayin. But on Samach Zayin, uh, Samach of uh, Vav, excuse me, Amud Aleph, which is... Samach Vav Amud Aleph? Yeah, we're going way, way... It's, uh, on about the uh, eighth line, first one line is Dikatani. Mm-hmm. There's another triangle, a regular triangle. This would be the fourth one. We, we get, as you can probably assume, a bit sidetracked on uh, Samach Yamad Bays, but on Samach Vavamad Aleph, about eight lines down. Yeah. And it's uh, upside down again? Regular right side up. There's only one upside down one, that was the third. Okay. So each one of the regular triangles, or like pointing up triangles, are questions on Rav, and the uh, upside down is a support for Rav. And that's basically going to be the rest of the shear. So here we go. So Rav was the one who said, as far as the Karen, what was it worth at the time it was stolen? That's what you have to pay. And as far as the double or the four or five, that's what's it worth right now. You pay the double of that or the four or five. So here we go. De Sanya. Here's the first one. Uh, says the Tanaic source, Kehusha, if the animal, apparently at the time it was uh, stolen, was kehusha, literally means like lean or weak or, uh, you know, not such good meat, kama, and then it was stolen, the heshmena, and it was fattened up by the ganav, mishalem, so when he has to pay, if he, let's say, uh, um, gets caught, or he uh, slaughtered or sold it, so the mishalem tashlume kefel, as well as, nice squiggle underlined here, the tashlume arba vechamisha, Kein Sheganov. Ooh, look at that. I dot underline Kein Sheganov. Now, I, I think if you just compare the dot underlines, the same case that Rav had said, he has to pay like Hamad Bedin, here he's paying Kein Sheganov. Question on what Rav had said. How could Rav have said that if we have a tenaic source that says otherwise? Well, this is, again, I don't, I don't know if it's Rav saying it, and actually probably not. On behalf of Rav, the Gemara answers, Amri, that, no, this is a different case. How did the animal increase in value? Because the Ghana spent six months giving it special animal food, putting in his own money, and basically the increase in the value of the shore was totally due to what the Ghana had done. Mishum Amarle, because the Ghana can say, Ana Petimna, Va'at Shaklis, listen, I fattened it up, and you're going to get the double of the four or five times of that? There's no way. I'll pay you double of what it was worth at the time, or four or five times worth of time, but not because of the, I put $500 in animal food, and I'm going to have to, like, pay double for that or for it. No. Okay, so that, that's reasonable. Well, Tashma, here's another snake source. A triangle we put on, and it goes till the end of the next line. It's almost the opposite of the previous snake source. When the Ganav stole it, Shmeno was a nice, big, fat animal. Vehechisha, and then he spent the next six months either not giving it proper food or working it very hard, and, and it you know dropped a hundred pounds in uh, in weight. So then, what does he have to pay? Well, Mishalem Tashlume Kefel, as well as I scribble underline again the Tashlume Rebbechamisha. Once again, Kein Sheganav, as it was when he stole it. 
Well, that goes directly against what Rav had said, that the four or five times payment is like the Shasam Adabedin. Hasam Nami, answers the Gemara, Mishum Damrinan lay. In this case, the previous case, it was the Gana who was saying, hey, listen, I put a ton of money in. You're not going to get like double or four or five times that. Here it's the other way. We tell the Ganav, Mali Katla Kula, Mali Katla Palga. Listen, you have to pay for it, whether you kill it, like, Shechter right away, and it's totally dead, or you kill it slowly. It was, uh, you know, 2,000 pounds when you stole it, and now it's 1,800 pounds, and you're having it go down, and the, the kill, uh, truth is, all of us started dying the first day we were born. Or, certainly, actively, this shore is becoming worth less because of the way he is treating it. Whereas, Kika Amar Rav, Rav was saying his din, not with things that the... Ganav did, either putting a lot more money into it or neglecting it, but rather Bayukra Vizula. Literally means uh, going up, going down. I would call that market fluctuation. That's what Rav's din was. Bayukra Vizula Hudika Amar. Okay, so let's get some specific numbers here. What would be. So that's with, uh, irrespective of if he fed it or if he didn't, you know, if he, or if he starved it. In other words, we're going on the market value of this. Uh, uh, depending on what, if it did. The time you stole it, or the time of the deal. Right, and that could that could be much that could be very different. We we say that you know, apples one week you go to the fruit guy and the apples are are seven shekel a kilo, and the next week they're fourteen shekel a kilo. What, what happened? It, it can be significant market fluctuations, or it could be seven. The next week it's five. So hechi dami. The Gemara wants to clarify well exactly what is the let's put some I put dollars or zuzim some numbers to this uh, okay colon ilema demikarashavia zuza. That's a real market increase, right? It was originally worth one when you stole it. Later, um, let's call it six months later, it's worth four. Okay, well then let's figure out. If he has to pay the Karen, Kain Shaganov. So he has to pay the Karen, how much was it worth? Well, at the time he stole it. How much was it worth? One. Okay, is there something wrong with that? Yeah, because that might disagree with a famous Rabbah. Lema, should we say, Pliga de Rav, Rav argues, Ad de Rabbah. Again, it's Rabbah. Dama Rabbah, what Rabbah say? I circled his name. Haiman de Gazel. He had a very similar case. Somebody who stole a Chavisa de Chamra Michavre. I stole a barrel of wine from my buddy. Mi Kara, at the time I stole it, Shavya Zuz, it was worth one Zuz. Ulubisaif, I know six months later, Shavya Arbazuzi. It's worth four Zuz. So how much do I have to pay him back? Well, A and B. A, Tavra Oishasya. If I broke it, I broke the barrel, or I drank it, then I have to pay what it's worth now. Mishalem Arba. I squiggle underline Mishalem Arba, four. Kama. Possibility B is where I didn't actively break the barrel or drink it, but rather itbar mamela, the barrel just broke on its own, mishalem zuza. Then I'd only have to pay one zuz. Now, let's see the Rashi. Rashi is about the sixth narrow line, Dibramaskil, Tavra. So we had two possibilities. Either Tavra or Shasa was the first possibility. Tavra, if I broke the barrel, biyadayim, o Shasa, I actually drank it, mishalem arba, I'd have to pay four. Ubamafkid, which will be in a few months from now, of Metziem, Mefarish, the reason is explained. If I stole a barrel of wine from Yerachmiel, that barrel of wine is sitting in my basement, 
It's still your achmiels. Nothing's changed. I mean, it might be in my plate, but it's still yours. Because really, Horowitz, get a conscience, you got to give it back as it is. Hilkach, therefore, Bershusa de Hukra. So when it increased in value, it increased in value for your achmiel. It's at the time that I decide, listen, I'm going to break open this barrel, Vashasya, drink it. I haven't really stolen it when I took it from his house to my house. I stole it three months later when I actually opened the barrel and drank it. If the barrel broke on its own, my, like in Hebrew we'd say, Alma, my Mechaivisle. How are you, how are you Mechaivin Horowitz? Ahi Shata de Gaza. It must be at the time it was stolen. How is it much worse then? And slaughtering it or selling it is very similar to like breaking open the barrel or drinking it. <coughs> so if you go back into the Gemara, the Gemara answers Amri on behalf of Rav. Kikama Rav. When Rav said his din, we had it originally worth one and then worth four, Rav was going the other way. Rav was going where there was a, sin- a significant decrease in value. Kikain? Arba. Originally, the thing was worth four. And then, let's say six months later, it's worth one zuz, which conveniently enough, those two numbers, the four and the one, let's see here. Karen, Kain, Shaganav. So, how much was it worth originally? Four. So, how much you pay for the Karen? Four. Tashlume Kefel, Tashlume Arba, Chamisha, you do kishas ha'amada bedin. Okay, shas ha'amada bedin. How much is that then? If you have to pay uh, four times, five times. Well, let's see. What's four times one? Four. It comes out to the same number. So whether you're paying at the initial time four, or you're paying the the uh, soif value of one times four, it would be four. Period. Tani Reb Chanina Lerav. Here's our upside down triangle because unlike every other thing that Gemara is going to do, this is going to be an attempted support. And again, Rav was the one who said, "Just we will underline it." The four or five payment. How do you figure four or five times what? What it's worth now, not what it was worth at the time, but what it's worth now. So this is a attempted support. The uh, point goes about twelve lines down. The next Amud. So here we go. It starts with the Brisa. A three. Way Machlokas Tanaim about the following. Balabayas she taan tainas ganav bepikadoin. So you have a balabas. He's the homeowner, and uh, he was given something to watch, and then he comes and says, "Well, the, uh, it was stolen." Vinishba, and then he even swears to that ex- uh, 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 point. The hoida, and then, I don't know, a week later, he gets a guilty conscience and admits, well, actually, I took it. Ubau edim, and then edim showed up. Colon, well, it depends. Did the edim show up before he was maida or after? Im, I underline these five words. Actually, bau edim hoida, if he was able to admit before witnesses came, then he pays just the karen, because he was maida, maida doesn't pay the double, and he has to pay the chaymesh and the asham. And the chaymesh and the asham would be... Um, to take care of the fact that he swore falsely. Kama. If, however, I underline these four words, the Edim came, maybe this is the more likely case, but the Edim came, testified that, no, he had it, and then he says, yeah, you know what, I, I admit, I did, I did take it. Then, Kama. Well, then he has to pay the Kefel, because it's the Edim, 
who told us about it. He also asked if the ashram, because did he swear falsely? Yes, he did. But what about the chomesh? The chomsho, ola lo bikfeloi. The chomsho, he essentially is paying by paying the kefel. That's very interesting. So the chomesh, how much is the chomesh of, uh, let's say, something that's worth four? One. Because you do it me le bar. Okay? And then if he has to pay the chomesh, which is worth one, and he has to pay the, let's say, the four or five times, that could also be worth four. So the chomesh, Ola lo, is going to count, is taken care of. The chomesh doesn't have to pay. By the way, the chomesh goes to who? The base of or the actual owner of the item? The owner of the item. So that chomesh is covered. He doesn't have to pay it again because it's already covered when he pays the kefel. Divi Rabbi Yaakov, and I box Rabbi Yaakov. The Chachamim, second Tana, we box them, Aymrim, they quote the Pasuk. Which, what do you have, the, this Pasuk of Beroshe Vechamishi Sai? See, I have in my edition, it says Vayikra Hei. Do the two of you have a, yeah, a so cross reference? Okay, so I, I would say it should be uh, Bamidbar, Parakei. Because that Pasuk of Beroshe Vechamishi Sai is actually in. Um, Bamidbar. That's what it says here. It says Bamidbar? Okay, good. And does your say Vayikra or Bamidbar? Bamidbar. Okay, good. So, I guess the old edition said Vayikra. Perfect. Um, Bamidbar, Parakei, Pasuk Zayin. It says Beroshei Vechamishi Sai, which the Chamim say, what do we learn from that Beroshei? And then the additional fifth. That's Maman Hamishtalim Berosh Maisiv Chaimish. The money you pay Barosh, is what we call principal, or we call it the Karen, that's what you add the fifth to. However, Mama in She'ein Mishdalin Barosh, what be Mama that's not Mishdalin Barosh? Like the Kefel or the Arba V'chamisha, Ein Maisiv Chaimish. Rupshim Ben Yochai, he's a third opinion, we boxed him, Maimer, Ein Chaimish V'ashem Mishdalin B'malkam Shiesh Kefel. He has a, a different way of looking at it, but whenever there's, if there's a Karen payment, so you could have the Chomish and the Asham. But if there's anything more, like a double payment or four or five payment, there's no Chomish and Asham at all. Okay, that's the price. So we want to focus on one aspect of it. Says the Gemara, Ketani Mihas. We want to focus on that. What we had on Amun Aleph conveniently now it's printed for us on Amun Bays with the Ketani Mihas. So we put right angles in, one line. Chomsho, Oyla Loibik Feiloi, Div Yaakov. Okay, so the one fifth payment, which is one from the above, we call it maybe one fourth, um, will count as the Kefa. How do you have one fourth? of whatever the amount is, equaling double of what the amount is. Hechi dami. Well, Ilayma, if you want to say, Skulana Ilayma. Demi kara shavya dalit, originally it was worth four. Ulbisayv shavya dalit, and now it's worth four. In other words, been no market pro- uh, um, uh, fluctuation. Then, Chaimshay, Oilaloy Bekfeila, that the Chaimish is the same as the Kefel? No, it's not. What's the Kefel of four? Four. You have to pay another four. Whereas, what's the Chaimish of four? One, one zuz, that won't work out. El alav, rather it must be, and this is what, how it's going to be a support to the way that Ravid said things. El alav, de mi'ikara originally, I underline the word mi'ikara, shavya arba, okay, ule besaif, and I underline the besaif, shavya zuza. When you're figuring out the kefel, what's kefel of four? Four! The kefela, the kefela is zuza, chaimsha, Izuza. According to Rav, do you do the kefil based on what it was worth when you stole it or what it's worth now? What it's worth now. Okay, so one second. How much is it worth now? 
One. What's the kefel? One. The chomesh, when do you do that? Well, what's chomesh of what it was originally worth? Azuz, and that becomes Azuz, so they're both worth the same. Alma, it follows from there, and this is like the end of the point. It's kind of a little bit belabored, but Alma Karen must be Kain Shaganov, because that's how you get to um, the number that you need of one. And Tashlumi Kev Tashlumi Chamisha is Kesha'as Hamada Bedin. That would all be a fantastic support. For Rav, however, Rava doesn't like that as being a support. Amar Rava. I circled Rava, and Rava takes about six lines to develop his point and says, no. La'ilam, really, demikar shavya arba, vahashanami shavya arba. There was no crazy market fluctuation of it being worth four times or being worth one fourth. It was worth four originally, it's worth four now. Udikakasha, and that which you asked, well then, kefela, the kefel should be four, and the chomesh should be a Zuz, that's not the same amount, that's four and that's one. Hachavamayaskinan. And I don't know which case is more unlikely, a four time market increase or a four time market, market decrease or the following. Hachavamayaskinan kegain. Seems like this fellow is a compulsive false shvua taker. Kegain. Shanishba, he swore that he didn't steal it. And then a day later he came into court. Vachazavanishba, and then he swore again that he didn't steal it. Arba Pamim, and he did that a total of four times. And then, not after the first, second, or third time, but after the fourth time, that's when he got the really guilty conscience, the Hoida, and he admitted. And now, does he have to pay Chomesh just once, or maybe for each one of the times he swore falsely? Well, he actually has to pay for each one of the times he officially swore falsely. Amra, And we know that from the fact that in Vayikra, Perak Hey, Pasuk Chaf Dalid, it says, not v'chamishi soi, but it says chamishi sav, which is almost plural, and the one-fifths that he would have to pay, or the chamishes, plural, that he'd have to pay, hatoyer ribsa chamishi ois echad. As strange as it may sound, for one karen, he could have to pay one chamish, if he swore falsely once. Two, if he did it two times, he did it four times, that's four, and that's how you get to him having the same number for the uh, uh, kefil as it is for the because he swore falsely four times. Moral of the story, never swear falsely, but if you're going to swear falsely, swear falsely once. Don't keep uh, backing up your uh, pride with future phony shvuas. Okay, now I, I put the following from here, I put a brackets in before the Amar Mar, and it's going to take us to um, the fourth line on Samech Vav Amad Aleph. In the middle of the line it says the word Kasha... I, I close the brackets. And the main reason I did that is not so much is that this is like a total side point, but we're going to get right back into uh, a Tanaic source that either is a support or a question on Rav, which you see by the fourth triangle. But in this uh, interim section, um, got a little bit... Uh, it closes by... by a- after the word Kasha. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, Amar Mar. So we go back up to what was on the top line. Uh, we quote it for two lines, right angles. The Chachamim say, That's the Pasuk, which you both correctly have, is in Bamidbar. That's basically Karen you had a Chomish to, but Okay, that's the Chomish. What about the Korban? Normally, person swears false, he has to bring a, a, a uh, Asham. Aval Asham, Maisi, the Korban Asham, he does bring. Now, usually those two go together. It's the 
Asham and the Chomesh, Asham and the Chomesh. You bring the carbon, you also have to pay an additional fifth. Maishna Chomesh Deloy Mishalim. Well, then why is he, yes, bringing the carbon, but not having to pay the additional fifth? Dixiv, because the Pasuk says, and you probably both have this quoted correctly, that's Bamidbar Perakei. Well, if that's the case, the Karban Asham also, Asham Nami, Lo Mishalim, he shouldn't have to bring that. Deha Ksiv, this is in Vayikra. Perakei pasuk chaf dalid. The pasuk says beroishay vechamishi sav, and then it says ves ashamoi. So beroishay, you pay the chamish, and also the asham connecting the asham also. So if you're not going to have to pay the chamish, you shouldn't have to bring the asham. That's the question. Well, amilach rabbanan, the rabbanan would tell you we just had a pasuk quoted. It was beroishay vechamishi sav, or chamishi sav, excuse me, and then a few words later ves. Well, they would tell you that in that Pasuk, the word S, I double ended on the word S, Paske Kra, is a Pasuk's way of telling you to divide the two. The Chaymesh, yes, goes along with the Rish, but not the Asham. Okay, did we have another Tanaic opinion up on the top in that Tanaic source? It was the Chaymesh, there was also Rishim ben Yochai, and Rishim ben Yochai had said, no, they go together. If you ain't bringing the Asham, you ain't bringing the Chaymesh, and if you are, you are. So Rishim ben Yochai, how would he learn this uh, fact that it had the word S, which is Paske? So Rishim ben Yochai would tell you the S, which is the word that we just had a line ago, I double in on the Vav. The Vav of the the S, Arvekra, is the Pasuk bringing them back together again. Now the Rabbanon have the same Pasuk and the same word, Virabanan on the Rabbanan, what would they say to that? Amri Lach, they would tell you, well, listen, if you really wanted to tell me, like Roshim and Yochai, Loi Lichtoi Rachmana, Lo Vav, Velo S, don't bring me the Vav which combines them or the S which separates them, right? Neither of them. That would be the Rabbanan's point. Roshim and Yochai, what would he say to that? And on Roshim and Yochai, Amar Lach, no, no, you couldn't have the Pasuk without at least the word S. S in quotation marks lo sagya de like siv. It's not. It's not enough for it not to have been written. In other words, we would say possibly it had to be written. Why? Because there's two things we mentioned over here. There's the asham. Who? Where does the korban asham go to? To the Lord. Then there's the chomesh. Where does the chomesh go to? Bob or Steve or whoever is the one who was stolen from. So leafsuke ben mamon gavola mamon hedget. One is going to be mum that's used for holy korban related items. And the other one is going to go to. Bob. Hilkach, therefore, since you had to write S to separate those two, Asa, the Vav, the V, S, Arvekra, and combines them again. Period. Here's a real interesting issue. Machos between Reb and Reb Chanina. I circled Reb over here, and two lines later, I circled Reb Chanina. You ever uh, you know, visit a relative a few years later, they had like a two-year-old girl, and you come back, and oh my goodness, five such a big girl, or, or you see a kid when he's uh, seven, and you come back later, and he's like 13. So same thing over here with animals, but animals go even quicker, right? Oh, that's such a cute little baby calf, or a little baby lamb, and you come back a year later, it's this big, ugly sheep, or, or big cow, which, by the way, is a lot more valuable when it's a lot older. So let's say, says Rebbe Loi, Ganatla, person stole, it was, uh, uh, he stole it from Mary, it was a little lamb, Venasa, Ayel, and then it became a big ram, on its own. Or Egel, it was a little calf, Venasa, Shore, and it became a big ox. Nasa Shinui Biyadoi, so that Shinui, that change happened when it was so to speak, in the possession of the Ganav, and therefore, Kena'o, he acquired that additional value, and therefore, Tavach, or Machar, if he, the Ganav, 
shouldn't have, but if he slaughtered it or sold it, he's not paying the four or five times of the much more expensive thing. He's going to pay the four or five times of when it was price it originally was when he stole it. That's Rabbi Ilo. He brings the following Tanaic source as a question to Rabbi Loy. This Tanaic source goes for about a line and a half. And it's seemingly exactly our case. It says, Ganav tle v'nasa ayel. You stole it with a little sheep and it became a big ram. Or egel v'nasa shor. Mishalem tashlumei kefo v'tashlumei rebechamisha ke'en sheganav. As it was when it was stolen. Now what's the problem with that? Connector v'yisal k'daitach kanye b'shinui. If you want to say that the Gazlan was koine it from the fact that it changed. What's the change? It went from being a little one to being a big one, and that was in the possession of the Ganav. Amai Mishalim. Why in the world is he paying the four or five times of that? It was his. It's either his or it's not his. If we're going to say it's his for the four or five figuring out, then why is he paying the four or five at all? If you shecked your own animal, you sell your own, you don't have to pay anything. He certainly has to compensate the person he stole it from, but if we're saying it legally became his, then it was his that he stole, and it was his that he slaughtered. Amar so says back, Reb Ilot, Reb Chanina, Ve'elamai, well then, what are you suggesting? Shinui loikani? That the fact that this change happened when the Ganav had the animal, it's not make it his? Well, am I Mishalem Kain Shaganav? Why is he possibly paying at the, the value at the time he stole it? Lashalim, then he should have to pay ki hashta as it is now if it's not his. Amar so says back Reb Chanina, oh, no, ki hashta to pay at the current value, Hainu Taimadolei Mishalem. You know why? Because he came back with a real good claim. Listen, you, you have, like, from six months ago, the video camera that I stole that little sheep. Did I steal a big ram? I didn't steal a big ram. I stole a little sheep. Or a little calf? A little calf. He could say back to him, and this is the one who stole it, saying back to the other side, like a fully grown ox I stole from you? No, it was a, it was a, little, it was a little calf. Or dichra, like an ayel, a fully grown ram? No way. Okay, it seems like clearly Rabbi Eloi and Rabbi Hanina look at things differently. So much so that says back Rabbi Eloi, and this is a little bit of a cop-out. Um, he says back, Oh, the merciful one Hashem should save us from such a like crooked way of thinking. Literally, uh, let the merciful one save us from that way of looking at it. And what does Rabbi Hanina say back to that? What can you say back to that? And Amar Le'i Rabbi says back, Oh, Adarabba, Rahman Islamah, Daita Didach. Hashem should save us from your very crooked, incorrect way of looking at things. Now, the first one who said that, by the way, is Rabbi Law. And the Lord's going to get back to this, like, that's not really a response. You, you can't give one of those. But before we do that, Maskif La Rabzeira. Rabzeira pipes up and has a question, underline Rabzeira's name, and his question is on Reb Chanina. He says, well, one second. When you stole it, it was a calf. Now it's a ox. Those are two different things. That's called a Shinui Hashem. And we know one of the ways that you can be coined to something is via Shinui Hashem. So the Gninu B'Shinu Hashem says Reb Zerit Reb Chanina Hamarav and Rava answers that, no listen, even though let's say, you know, you might have a cute little baby who's one day old, like a human being, he's still a baby human being. So too when it comes to animals. Shor Ben Yoimoi, even though, Shor is like the technical term for ox, it's really the term for the entire species, no matter how old or young it is. A shore, even a one-day-old one, is still karui a shore, and an ayel ben yomo, even though it's only one day old, karui ayel. How do we know that's the case? Colon, Rashab to show that. Shore ben yomo, karui shore, which I underline dechsiv, is a passage that says in Vayikra, uh, shore o kesev o eiz, uses all three terms, 
when they are born, which means like even though it might have just been born yesterday, it's still called a shore. Also, comma, I underline these words, a ram, even though it's only one day old, is still called a ram, okay, so this is, I think, when, um, is it Yaakov? Yaakov saying back to Lavan, listen, I didn't eat any of your fully grown rams. Now, what was he saying? But I did have some of your baby sheep. Elim achal, kevasim achal. That's ridiculous. It must be when he said, "Your elim, I didn't have. I didn't have it if it was three years old, two years old, or two days old." Okay, so that, that was almost like a little side point. It, actually, we have the two dots there, but the mask of zero. We come back to the main point. Mikomakom kasha, which was five lines ago when Rebbe said back. Oh, Hashem should save us from such a crumped way of thinking. It's still a kasha on him. Like, what would he respond to that? Well, I'm Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis explains, Ha, Mani, who is the above Brysa going according to the Brysa we had on the second and third wide line? It's actually not a mainstream opinion based hill. It's a Beishamai Brysa. And therefore, don't bring any questions from it. Ha, Mani, it's Beishamai. What's the unique Beishamai opinion? Da'amri, Shinui, B'mekaimai, Oimedes. Even though, true, it was a little sheep, now it's a big ram, but that shinui, even though it changed, it didn't take it out of the rishus of the rightful owner. So I stole it from the rightful owner, it was a little lamb, it made a shinui, it still belongs to the rightful owner. That is shitas beishamai, velokani, and therefore I, the ganav, was in koineit desanya, as we see in the following brysa. The Bryce is really out of left field. Maybe it's even out of the parking lot or maybe out of a dark alley somewhere. But it goes for about a line and a half. And the issue is like this. If a uh, prostitute receives um, certain things in payment for her services rendered, for instance, like an animal, that animal cannot be brought as a carbon in the base of Mikdash. It's called like a, a Estan Zaina. So let's say you have a man who receives services from the woman and no son la he gives her as her wages for her, her services provided chitin wheat vasan and she turns it into uh, flour or zesim he gives her olives vasan shemen and turns it into oil or anavim uh, grapes vasan yeah you know and all those there's clearly a shinui it was one thing and it was changed to something else which by the way was changed to something that could be used as a korban mincha or maybe as nisachim or maybe the accompanying oil in the base of mikdash well can you use that now in the base of mikdash or not machlokas tanaim tanichada underline tanichada one to make sources it would be aser to be brought to the mizbeach you can't use it whereas tanichada there's another tanaic opinion underline that which when we actually go like what we say it would be mutter because the shinui would change it but the fact that there was one tani that said it would be aser clearly shinui does not change it and that's the beishamai opinion va'amar of yosef and yosef explains exactly that this is now in the gemara tani gurian i don't know which gurian it was but it wasn't the gurian from tel aviv ben it was the gurian from aspork and he tells us that the following is you know who's behind the Tani Chada and the other Tani Chada? Beishamai Oisrim and Beisilo Matirin. So the one who said us would be Beishamai, and therefore the whole Tanaic source, the one on the second and third line, uh, is just a Beishamai opinion. Okay, my time into Beishamai. Why would Beishamai say that that's the case? I underline Beishamai's name. Well, Dixiv, the Pasuk says in it's Dvarim Chav Gimel, Pasuk Yud Tes, Gam. That the word gam, if you're stealing it, would le rabbis shinu yehem. Even when there was a 
change made to it, it's still going to be Asr. That uh, Dvarim Chav Gimel is the uh, Esnan Pasuk, and therefore if a woman received a uh, payment for her services, even something that was changed, the grapes were turned into wine, etc., that would also be Asr be brought uh, to the Mizbeach. As a <laughs> What would Basil? Gam Shnei Hem, you said? Yeah. Gam Shnei Hem. That word Shnei Hem, the Hem at the end of the word, Basil would say Hem. It doesn't actually say the word Hem. It's the Hey Mem Sophia at the end of the word Shnei Hem. Veloy Shinu Yehem. If you want to bring the grapes themselves, that's fine. But not if you do something different to them, like turn it into wine. Then it would be okay. Ube Shamai. I unwind the Shamai. What would he do with the Shnei Hem, that Hem at the end of the word? Ha Hu. No, that would tell you something else. So let's say there was a sheep paid to the woman for her services rendered, and then that sheep, I don't know, a few months later had a baby sheep. So that hem would teach hem, their usr, not if they have a offspring. Where would Beis Hill know that important point from? Well, Beis Hill would tell you, Tarti, Shame, Mi, Na. You could learn two things from it. You could learn Haim, Veloy, Shinu, Yehem. You could also learn Haim, and loy vladaisem. It's basically the thing itself, and not if it changed, or the thing itself, and not if it gave birth. Ubeisilo, I underline the beisilo. The original word that was used by beishamai was gam. Does beisilo have that in his chumash? Certainly he does. So what does he do with the beisilo? Haksiv. It does say the word gam. As much as we don't like to say that, gam. The beisilo is a little bit of a kasha. We're not exactly sure how to answer that one. Now, there was an answer, for sure there was an answer, but we, I don't know, 100, 200 years later, we uh, have a little bit of a difficulty. Now, after the brackets closed, which I just closed, I put in a big semicolon, because in the broader sugya, we had Rav, who told us, way back in Samachem and Aleph, that as far as the Karen, what was it worth at the time it was stolen? As far as the Kefal and the Arba Chamisha, that's double or four or five times, meaning the additional payment or the additional three or four times, What's it worth right now? Says the Gemara. Ad kan This whole machlokas that we had, the past 20 lines between Rab Ilah and Rab Chanina, Ella Demarsa, Rabbi is of the opinion that Shinui Kaina. When it changes, it goes from a little uh, animal to a big one, so the Ganav is Kaina through that. Urz Marsa, Rabbi holds Ein Shinui Kaina. Avala Inyan Shlumi, as far as paying back, Kuleama Demi Kara they both seem to say that it has to be paid back at what its original, at the time it was stolen, value is. Dekatani, and here's our fourth triangle, and what we're going to do now is quote from that uh, Tanaic source that we had on the previous page. Here it is. Mishalim tashlumi kevon ke'en sheganav, as it was at the time it was stolen. Now that's not like Rav at all. Le'matavetiyuta de Rav? Should we say that this totally refutes Rav da Amar Rav, and here it is again, we'll circle his name, even though we circled him literally a daf ago. Karen, you pay Kain Shiganav, Mishalim, but the Tashlumi Kefal and the Shlumi Arba Chamisha is Kishas Bedin. So here we have a Tanaic source telling us Kain Shiganav, and we have Rav. Now, the truth is, Rav's a Tanahu Palak, but we'd prefer to him to, to give some sort of answer of how he could stem with the source. Kishas Bedin. And the Gemara answers, and with this we'll conclude. Says Rava. It depends what's being paid back. So I stole a sheep six months ago from you. It was a baby sheep, and now it's a grown-up sheep. If I'm going to pay an actual sheep 
six months later, I can pay back the baby sheep. If I'm going to give you a financial compensation, then there's no way I can give you the lesser amount of what it was worth then. It's the greater amount of what it was worth now. It's almost like an exception. If I paid an actual replacement item for you, then I can get away with paying what it was worth then. But if I'm going to give you anything else, I've got to give you what it was worth now. So Tela'im, if the Ganav is going to pay back the sheep for what he stole, he can do it Kedemeikara, uh, a little lamb. He doesn't have to pay a full uh, ram. Whereas Domim, if it's a money amount that's being paid, then it has to be Keshel Achshav. So that would make it uh, accurate in the snake source, but Rav would also be accurate that he would be paying back um, sometimes Keshel Samad Bedin, sometimes Keshel Ha Geneva. All right, Adkan.